The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 169. This is another installment of High Performance Heritage. And this time around, we're doing a multi-part series on Lee Iacocca and his good friend, Carol Shelby, and their involvement with Chrysler. So, without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. And I am your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. The A833 is the famed four-speed found in our beloved Mopars from 1964 until 1979. I have one in my 72 340 Roadrunner, and when it was time to get my shift together, I reached out to pass in performance. So, if you're rebuilding your A833, need parts for it, or if you're looking to leave it in the hands of a professional to rebuild it for you, look no further than Passon Performance. Jamie Passon is an expert when it comes to these units, and I highly recommend heading over to PassonPerformance.com to get your shift together. When it comes to the history of Mopars, or better yet, when it comes to the high-performance heritage of Mopars, there are two figures that are a little controversial. <laughs> um, those two figures are Lee Iacocca and Carol Shelby. Now, if you know their beginnings, you would understand why, as a Mopar enthusiast, they could be considered a little controversial. So that's why I decided that um, if I was going to talk about the Shelby Dodge era, then I would have to start off with talking about Lee Iacocca and his beginnings and how he got involved in Chrysler and then subsequently how Carol Shelby got involved in Chrysler. So this first part is going to be mostly about Lee Iacocca and then Carol Shelby's introduction. And then for the rest of the little series here on Shelby Dodges, I'll be covering some of the most popular Shelby Dodges ever made and uh, just going through a little history about them. I know that it's been uh, a long time since I mentioned the fact that I wanted to do a podcast about Carol Shelby and the Shelby Dodges because I am a huge fan of the Turbo Mopars from the 80s. So it was only fitting that I dedicated a small series to these awesome cars, these awesome, awesome Mopars. They, uh, they definitely have their place in the high-performance heritage of Mopars and definitely in Mopar history. I know that there's a lot of muscle car guys that hate to even acknowledge the front wheel drive turbo Mopars. I'm not one of them. I love them. And I, I honestly, I think they have an important part in the history. So that's why we're going to talk about them. And I hope you guys 
enjoy the ride. So let's get into it. Lee Iacocca was an American businessman who became the CEO of Chrysler Corporation in 1978. He's actually credited with turning around Chrysler when it was struggling and actually making it profitable again. Iacocca began his career at Ford Motor Company in the 1940s, and he rose through the ranks to become the president of the company in 1970. But in 1978, Henry Ford II fired his ass. <laughs> there was apparently a power struggle between the two. And unfortunately for Iacocca, he got, uh, he got the walking papers. You know what I mean? So shortly after departure from Ford, Iacocca was hired by Chrysler Corporation, which was on the brink of bankruptcy. They were about to fold up shop. And he immediately, once he entered Chrysler, implemented a series of measures to cut costs, including layoffs, plant closures, and then he introduced new models, such as the infamous K-Car and, of course, the minivan. It was at this point in Mopar history where performance was all but dead. <laughs> and this is where Iacocca's old friend, Carol Shelby, comes into play. But before we get into that, let's talk about how the two had combined forces before their reunion at Chrysler. For all you hardcore Mopar guys, you're not going to want to listen to this part, okay? So, Lee Iacocca and Carol Shelby had a long-standing professional relationship that began in the 1960s. Iacocca was the vice president and general manager of Ford Motor Company at the time, and Shelby was a successful race car driver and designer. And in 1962, Iacocca approached Carol Shelby with the idea of creating a high-performance sports car that could compete with all these crazy European models. And the result was, believe it or not, the Ford Mustang, which was introduced in 1964. And you know, as much as Mopar enthusiasts hate to admit this, the Mustang was a huge success. Shelby continued to work with Ford on a bunch of different projects, including the development of the Shelby Cobra and the GT40 race car. In 1965, Shelby founded his own company, Shelby American, which produced a range of high-performance vehicles. So now let's fast forward to the 1980s, where Iacocca was the CEO of are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat, it's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
Chrysler. It was the 1980s, and in a big effort to bring some fun back into Chrysler's lineup, Iacocca approached Carroll Shelby with the idea of developing high-performance versions of the Dodge Charger and the Dodge Omni. The two old pals were reunited once again. Carroll Shelby had a brief but significant involvement with Chrysler and helped inject Chrysler with the high-performance gusto that it had desperately needed. Together, Iacocca and Shelby developed the first of the Shelby Dodges, which were the Dodge Shelby Charger and the Dodge Shelby Omni GLH that would go down in history as some of the most popular front-wheel drive turbo Mopars of all time. These models featured upgraded engines, suspension systems, and other performance enhancements, which we will get into in part two of this limited series. Together, Iacocca and Shelby developed the first of the Shelby Dodges, which were the Dodge Shelby Charger and the Dodge Shelby Omni GLH, which just happens to be one of my favorites. These models featured upgraded engines, suspension systems, and other performance enhancements, which we will get into in part two of this limited series. The Dodge Shelby Charger and the Dodge Shelby Omni GLH were super popular with car enthusiasts at the time and helped to boost Chrysler sales during the 1980s, which <laughs> I consider the time of horsepower prohibition, okay? Shelby was also involved with other projects for Chrysler, including the development of the Dodge Daytona and the Dodge Shadow, which we will also be getting into in the later parts of the series. Shelby's involvement with Chrysler was very short-lived, unfortunately. In 1989, he was diagnosed with a heart condition and underwent a heart transplant. He continued to work on various projects after his recovery, but did not have any further involvement with Chrysler. Iacocca did help raise funds for his old friend's medical expenses and continued to support him throughout his recovery. Unfortunately, and sadly, Carol Shelby passed away in 2012. Rest in peace. But his legacy as a legendary race car driver and designer lives on to this very day. As for Lee Iacocca, under his leadership, Chrysler also secured a government bailout loan and successfully paid it back ahead of schedule. Throughout the 1980s, the company continued to thrive with the introduction of popular models such as the Dodge Caravan and the Chrysler LeBaron, which, you know, if you look at Chrysler history, the K cars and the caravans pretty much saved the day, <laughs> saved Chrysler's hide. But Iacocca did end up retiring from Chrysler in 1992, but his legacy as a successful CEO and turnaround expert lives on as well. Lee Iacocca died at his home, unfortunately and sadly, in July of 2019 at the ripe old age of 94 due to complications of Parkinson's disease. Rest in peace. Lee Iacocca and Carol Shelby both have lengthy histories in the high-performance heritage of not just Mopars, but Ford as well. They are legends in automotive history and their legacies live on through car enthusiasts like you and I. I know a lot of you are thinking that I simply skimmed over the Shelby Dodge era and rightfully so, but like I said, this is a multi-part series and I wanted to give a brief introduction and history of both Lee Iacocca and Carol Shelby and how they got involved in Chrysler. So that was the purpose of this episode. Thank you for joining me on this short episode of High Performance Heritage. On part two, we will dive a little deeper into the Shelby Dodges. I know you guys can't wait, and neither can I. We'll be covering all the models and uh, some of the things that I think about the front-wheel drive turbo Mopars of the 1980s and 90s and the Shelby Dodges. No Mopar left behind. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. 
for everything you need to know about this show, you know where to go, TalkingMopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing Chris at TalkingMopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR, and you just might get to hear yourself on the show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar-addicted mind. Before we shut this podcast episode down, I want to give a special shout-out to Pass and Performance. For all of your Mopar 4-speed A833 needs, visit PassInPerformance.com and let Jamie help you get your shift together. Also, Special thanks to my friends at DIYHemi.com. For those of you that don't know, Blake has rebranded DIY Hemi, so although the website is still DIYHemi.com, DIY Hemi is now Sublime Technologies. So if you've been considering swapping a modern Gen 3 Hemi into your classic Mopar, then reach out to Sublime Technologies, get a hold of Blake, and tell them that I sent you. Blake has supported me from the beginning of this show, and I also support him in his mission to Hemi-swap the world. Also, don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you need protection, don't wait. Head on over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.